This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. On this Monday, Monday before Labor Day, Jeff Jordan joins me as he typically does on Monday. Uh, we were talking off air, Jeff. Your final. Seven hours, less than seven hours now of, of school board uh, for the people. And prior to that, uh, working on the county commission. You, how many years have you been in public service in that re- regard? Elected office. Uh, yeah, uh, that'll work. Almost 14. On top of a stellar teaching and coaching career. 123 years. Of, <laughs> 31 years there. Have you ever thought about... Uh, how fortunate you are not to be teaching this year i mean given all the challenges that teachers have well you know yeah i guess i have a little bit yes uh not much though i'm i retired in 2000 so it's not like uh you know something on my mind every single day (laughs) (laughs) but but, uh i i tell you i there's a lot of teachers um and then there's a lot of people i guess we need to say there's a lot of people that are making all kinds of sacrifices yes. during this. Um, my mind is, of course, with ed- educators and principals and staff and teachers in the classroom, and there's there's a lot of them that uh, the the eight to three thing is you and I both know is has always been a myth. Correct. It, it, you know, it's it's never been those hours. Um, but most people's jobs are not exactly the same as what they get on the clock. But teachers now are, it's 12, 12 hour days are, are the norm for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, most now. all teachers, most all, have the challenge of teaching the kids in the classroom and the challenge of reaching out and making sure you're ready the next day for kids that are also distance learning. My daughter teaches first grade and has for 22 years, and she's working her way through it very well, but she has shared with me that uh, the, the number of hours she has to spend per week has grown exponentially yes it's it's an extremely difficult time there's no question and every every grade uh uh, has something different uh that that makes it much much more difficult than it used to be uh and some teachers are in fact teaching both uh, virtual school and in the classroom school and it's 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 tough and coaches are going through a real tough situation our coaches here for sure did jeff there's a lot of coaches still in the in the state who do not know when and if their schools will 
will in fact play and how how tough that's got to be to motivate your kids and keep them thriving and working and getting better each day given the fact that they don't have a game down the road metro comes to mind of course right and it's um well, as we've discussed on this program before, and I, I guess most people know, coaches coaches like routine. Um, uh, they, they like, uh, well, I, maybe I said it best already, routine. And this year, there's very little that is that is that is routine. And uh, we've had a number of games that have changed uh, or been dropped altogether. And as my daughter said to me about text this last week from Alabama, she said, 2020, will it ever end? And she was really referring to the hurricane threats that she's sure. been under. She didn't have to fool with it yet uh, this year. She lives in Gulf Shores, Alabama. But uh, she was uh, just constant problems. And, and, and we finally got to the football season, the high school football season. And what happens? Bad weather hits. Two or three games get dropped. Uh, uh, and we schedule people we never even heard of, in one case at least. And that sort of thing. And the next week pops up, and what happens? Same thing. More rain. Uh, three or four games. I think one was already started, and they postponed the right. rest of it till Saturday. Yeah. The other, two or three others were played on Saturday, or for the second half was played on Saturday. Uh, uh, just uh, constant problems. I'm hoping this week maybe things will go smoothly. I wonder if there's been a weekend of high school football where there's been more games moved from a Friday night, either ahead to Thursday or back to. Saturday. I don't know how many games in the state were played on Friday night, but I bet there were less than half the games were played Probably on that Friday so. night. Probably so. Now, we, had, uh, we have had games uh, before. I know Riverdale played in one. I know Eagleville played in one uh, that only a half was played, and then they had to come back the next night and finish the second half. Uh, and there may have been others that did that. And some have ended prematurely. Um, I know I was covering for the Murfreesboro Post the Smyrna game one night and one of the referees from the Blackman game showed up to, on the sideline and I said I thought you read the Blackman game and he said well, we just quit <laughs> <laughs> and he said, but they had like a five touchdown lead sure. or something and, and uh, he, he said he told the other coach that you you really need to I don't think we're going to play the fourth quarter he said oh I want to play the fourth he said no coach you, you really don't want to play the fourth quarter we had a situation last year where uh, a middle school game got postponed because of lightning somewhere early in the third quarter. Yeah. And I said, well, what was the score? And it was about a three or four touchdown. We asked them, do they, have, do they need to? Can they make play it up? And I said, well, they certainly can. Can it be an illegal game? Yes, it, it can be. It has to be by agreement by both schools. And uh, I said, let's, let's, let's agree that you just don't need to put those kids back on right. the bus for another – in middle school, Jeff, it's only eight-minute quarters, and they never throw the football rarely, I should say. They would have been on the field probably 25 minutes of playing time to, and then turn around and come home. Um, in, in the case of the game I talked about, which was – I don't remember who Blackman – I know Smyrna was playing Lebanon that night, but and it did pour down rain. It was terrible. But anyway, um, I, one – once, one year, we, we had a terrible uh, – weather report for Friday night and I don't remember how many schools were involved I really, I really don't recall but every single school moved their game to Thursday except, except Oakland and it came it rained constantly they all played 
Uh, of course, it was miserable. And then, Thursday night, rain, yeah, rain came. Thursday night. Sure. And then Friday night, it was a beautiful night for <laughs> Oakland football. <laughs> so you just can't say, you can't predict. Well, you talk about coaches liking routine, Jeff. First of all, coaching has never got all the routine that you want. you you got injuries that get, happen. You, like you mentioned the weather and all that kind of thing. But uh, this year, that added component of the COVID deal and so forth. But right now, two weeks are in the books, and it, I think we're kind of making it through in pretty good shape. Well, so far we've we've done the, the weather has caused us a whole lot more trouble sure. than COVID nineteen has. To be. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I I'm hoping that we can slide into this weekend, and we're supposed to. By the way, it's supposed to be a really nice Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's supposed to rain as it's was sort of doing out there when I came in. Um, it's supposed to rain the next two or three days, but then uh, it's supposed to be a pretty weekend. So I'm hoping that everything on Friday night will be played. Well, let's stop right there and take a break. Let's do that. And we'll come back and we'll talk about the games that were played last weekend, whenever they were played, and games might be coming up for high school football right after this. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. It's a great time to book an auction. Dates are filling up fast for fall auctions. The Maples team will come to your property and do a free, no-obligation analysis to determine if an auction is the best option for you. For more information, visit MaplesRealtyandAuction.com or call 615-896-4740. Maples Realty and Auction. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, Funeral Pre-Planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's what's coming up this week on WGNS Sports. Tonight, it's Braves baseball at Boston, 615 airtime. You'll hear the Braves and the Red Sox here on WGNS. Tomorrow night, Rick Stock Still Live begins the first episode of the season. And the 2020 season is going to be a great one as the Blue Raiders start out with the contest at Army on Saturday. We'll have that one for you as well. But Coach Stock will talk about it coming up tomorrow night, 7 o'clock with Braves baseball right after that. 
Then Thursday night, it's primetime sports presented by Ideas Tees. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football region play as Oakland travels to Siegel. Saturday morning, Prentice Salsa, Peating and Air Coaches Corner, followed by MTCS Cougar Corner. Middle football at Army begins at 11 o'clock pregame. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin and Financial Services. Jeff, uh, this show somewhere right in through here is beginning its 17th year on the air. 17 years. Beginning its 17th. This 16 full ones in. And Monty's been part of that the whole time, and as have uh, Andy Womack, Parks Realty, Bud Morris, and Jennings and Ayers. I, b- I believe those are the four that have been with us the entire time, and to them we have eternal grateful thanks. Uh, Bud and Andy in particular were instrumental in getting the show, show started back in 2004. So uh, we hope we've ser- performed some good service and uh, glad to be chugging right along things well, you have changed named, in 16 years you name some businesses there that are strongly behind uh, rutherford county athletes and student athletes and schools that's that's for sure the that is for sure let's go ahead and take our first phone call of the day welcome in that's going to him jeff well everything's good you i'm doing pretty good jeff have you got a chance to see any games i know you said you're glad high school football's back you had a chance to see any games first three weeks no i have not oh gosh i didn't know if you had i, I was at Simona roasting Supposed to play Antioch, and um, but I just wanted to ask y'all what 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 happens there if if the if the metro schools don't because I heard I've heard stuff where I've heard until further notice, then I've heard after fall break, which would be October, and so I've heard two different things. And and if they just let's say let's just say they don't play, there'd be only three teams in that region would play. So how would that work out for the playoff uh, playoff system as far as you got to have the top four teams in each region to go. So all those three teams would already automatically be qualified, no matter what their region record is. I don't know if you guys know anything about that, or can kind of discuss that a little bit. And I know y'all going to discuss Army and uh, and Middle Tennessee this weekend. Sure will. Middle Middleville does well up there at West Point. Will be a great trip for them. And I'll just hang up, please, and get you guys thoughts. Thank you. That uh, question he asked Jeff has been brought up numerous times. <laughs> and best I know that if Metro does not play at all. All three Rutherford County teams will finish one, two, and three in some order based upon the play of the three games 
the two teams that play. If they all finish one and one, we got a real problem. But I asked that question today, <laughs> and I got as far as you just got. And after that, nobody knows. Well, there's there's a sure. play, there's a playoff number. There you go all <laughs> down the list. You do this, this, and this. One of them is overall record. Okay, we can we can handle the one, two, and three. My question, my main number question four. was, how are we going to select the fourth team? Well, you won't. You won't have one. So somebody's going to get a buy. Get a buy in, in in the first round. And if, I would if, think if they don't play now, if Metro comes back and plays the last three weeks, somebody's going to win more games than the other one does, and whatever team that is will finish fourth. I would think. Boy, that's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you look at your kids and say, "Well, we're going to the playoffs. We won a game." <laughs> but we've had that happen you before. Know, the, the tough part about this, Jeff, in, in all honesty, is Kane Ridge is really good. Yeah. Uh, normally are, anyway. Let's say they don't play the first six weeks and they play the last four, and Laverne and Stewart's Creek don't play Cane Ridge because they were supposed to have played in the time they were off. But Smyrna does have to play Cane Ridge, which seems like a disadvantage to Smyrna, That don't you think? Yes. So You can make the argument if, if the other two teams didn't have to play Cane Ridge or didn't play Cane Ridge, but on the plus side, if they beat Cane Ridge, that's an extra win for Smyrna, which would put them probably a game up. Well, knowing Coach Williams like we do, <laughs> he'll play anybody anywhere, anytime. But uh, you know, I, I would think that would be a heck of a way to uh, to, to send somebody to the playoffs. Uh, but I don't know that we have a choice. I mean, we're going to have to we're going to have to do something. Now, the the something may be if they don't play at all, it will definitely be a bye. I would think uh, because you couldn't really say, "Well, I heard so and so was pretty good. We'll just send them." <laughs> yeah. you, you really can't do that. But if they play a little bit. I guess you could come up with something, uh, but we are going to we are going to put three teams in the playoffs um, for sure from that region. I would say if, if it looks like looks like they are. Yeah, it looks like and and Jeff, that makes a, huge, a much bigger emphasis on the games they play against each other. When Laverne and Smyrna play, it matters a lot more than it did before. Uh, not to get into the playoffs, but it could be nice to see number one and two. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's exactly right. So uh, we shall see. Go through the scores right quick from last uh, weekend, and then we'll get to Chipper. From last weekend, here we go. Um, Riverdale thirty, and at it uh, at the stadium there on Riverdale campus, uh, Tomahawk. Riverdale thirty, Franklin twenty five. Riverdale scored with the winning touchdown, and I don't know seven eight minutes left, and Franklin had some chances, but couldn't convert. Uh, Rockvale beat Franklin County at twenty to seventeen. First win ever for Rockvale, and they do, 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 yeah, do. absolutely, and they nearly got it last year uh, at home versus Franklin County. Fell behind early, came back, fell behind, came back again, uh, uh, but uh, weren't able to get it done last year. But this year they went down to uh, Winchester and beat the Rebels on their home field. Middle Tennessee Christian School, much to my surprise, beat Friendship twenty-one to nothing. Shut them out and beat them. They hardly Friendship ever do. Christian is really a, a yeah. fine program. Yeah, uh, expect to be maybe in the top five team in in their division. And yeah, that 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 was a really big surprise. Uh, I, my understanding is in Middle Tennessee Christian School has got a transfer quarterback in. It's really good. Well, of course, beating Friendship Christian, I don't think they've done that in five six years. But at any rate, things are. Happy for the orange and white. Or the interim coach, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, Laverne, 27. Green Hill, 7. Uh, Green Hill, uh, I knew they were from Wilson County. I think Brian said that tonight they were from Mount Juliet. Brand new school. I think that's their first touchdown ever and their first game ever. Um, 
but uh, anyway, Laverne is uh, 2-0. and My goodness. Who, who would have thunk it? Page 22, Siegel 17. Smyrna got it turned around, beat Centennial 34-17. to Really nice win. Yeah. Uh, Cornersville 35, Eagleville 13. Very disappointing game there uh, for sure. Um, the, the Eagles, um, they've got some injury problems, including probably their best player. Uh, linebacker, and it's unfortunate. I hope they get it straightened out there. And uh, Blackman uh, lost again, this time to Ravenwood, 38-9. to uh, There's, I guess there's some different ways to look at the Blackman. They scored 16 points in two weeks. That's terrible. And they haven't won a game. They're 0-2. On the other hand, they've played a state champion and a state runner-up. So uh, you know, and we're not talking about it in in uh, class class A or B, right? That's right. We're talking about the big classes. <laughs> that's right. Sure. So uh, I, I I expect much better things from from Blackman, and uh, maybe it'll start this week. Ravenwood, Alcoa, both Jeff have to be a top ten, maybe a top five, both of them. So when you lose there, it it, it is hard to say. It's got to get easier for Blackman at some point in time down the road. All right, let's take a break, and uh, Chip Walters will come up with the Blue Raider Insider Report. I'm sure he's got all the news about the Army. Middle Tennessee game on Saturday and the Rick Stockwell show that will be on tomorrow. We'll be right back. An exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye forecast is on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Still blocked there with the hazmat team on Thompson Lane at Sam Walton. Again, uh, Murfreesboro Police and Fire on the scene of this hazmat situation out here on Thompson Lane at Sam Walton. Give yourself extra time in this area. It's finally looking better there on 24 East up by Elmaville Road. We had that earlier tow truck catching fire. Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep with the Sharks is back September 19th. Check it out. Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Hi there. Do I have a Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. 
Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. It is time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walter. Chip, go right ahead. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is officially game week as Middle Tennessee gets set to travel to West Point to face the Black Knights of Army this weekend. Earlier today, Coach Rick Stockstall and three players got game week off to a good start with his weekly press conference, and Blue Raider Network reporter Josh Vardaman had a question for Coach Stock about the preparation for the option offense of Army. Coach, I know you guys uh... – didn't have a, a regular camp to prepare for for your first opponent. Do you feel like you guys had adequate amount of time to to get ready, for, especially for that offense? Well, you know, obviously it was different because over the summer, you know, we prepared for Duke, and then it looked like we were going to open up with Troy. You know, so that first week, week and a half of August was Troy preparation, and then this came. You know, coaches always want more. Coaches always want more. So, yes, to answer your question, Josh, I wish we'd have had more time to prepare for it. Uh, but that's not an excuse. Our guys, have, our, our players, our defensive coaches, our defensive players have done a really good job of, uh, of studying Army, working on Army. We started uh, normally in a normal situation. You'll, we start – uh, game preparation about 10 days out, you know, so that had been last Wednesday. You know, we really started implementing some Army stuff about two or three days after they announced that we were going to play. So we've gotten a little bit more time, uh, but I think our players are, uh, you know, we got to have a good week of practice this week, obviously, and try to show them as much as we can, um, you know, and get some young players as many reps as we can to get there get their eyes, so to speak, on what they need to see. We'll have more from Coach Rick Stockstill and several other Blue Raiders as the week goes along. The uh, weather forecast for central New York is absolutely fantastic right now. As we look towards Saturday, no chance of rain and 77 degrees and low humidity is the current forecast for uh, the Blue Raiders and Army coming up on Saturday. We'll be on the air here on the Blue Raider Network on WGNS beginning at 11 a.m. Dick Palmer, Dwayne Hickey will have the uh, pregame show, the tailgate show starting at 11. Kickoff set for 12.30 Central Time. Well, coming up tomorrow night, the Rick Stockstill Live weekly radio show begins its 2020 run. And due to health and safety concerns, it has been moved uh, indoors uh, and uh, closed to the public. We will be live tomorrow night from the Hall of Fame building on the MTSU campus. You will uh, not only be able to hear it on the radio here on WGNS and the Blue Raider Network, but you'll also be able to watch it on television on True Blue TV, which is on uh, Comcast Xfinity locally, and also on the uh, MTSU Athletics Facebook page. So uh, be sure to join us tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. We'd love for you to get your questions in early. You can uh, send the uh, send your questions to radio at goblueraiders.com, but we'll have a full hour of conversation with Coach Rick 
Stockstill tomorrow night. Rick Stockstill live right here on the Blue Raider Network. The uh, Conference USA office announced its kickoff times and television outlets for uh, the 2020 football season. And this weekend's Blue Raider game at Army will be on the CBS Sports Network. It will be one of three games on that network for middle this year. Uh, Coming up on November 14th at Marshall, the Blue Raiders will take on the Thundering Herd on CBS Sports and also on the 28th against FAU. That game also on CBS Sports Network. The North Texas game on October 17th will be on Stadium. And all of the other home games uh, will be on ESPN+. Plus. No television announced yet for the Troy game, which is scheduled for uh, November the 21st. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Chip will be making that trip that I'd love to make to West Point to watch football um, game there on the – Riverbank. I'm in agreement with you. I'd love to go to that someday. Maybe someday we'll get to. Maybe we will. Uh, Army, just like any service academy team, Jeff, will play football a little differently than we're going to see in Conference USA. They're going to run, run the football most of the time, grind it out, and try to three yards in a cloud of dust kind of thing, right? They'll probably run it 95% of the time or more. They really will. And as we I think mentioned this a week or two ago, the next morning you will know win or lose, that you have played in a football game the yeah, night before. Yeah. You will know that. Especially if you're on the field. Now, the substitutes might not. <laughs> <laughs> no, put me in, Coach. I don't really All need right, last that. week we messed up and didn't get this break in, so let's take this break, maybe double it up or something. Now, before we get into the next segment right here on All Sports Talk. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shops. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Oh, mate. Off air, we have a good time, don't we, Jeff? Well, I think so, yeah. Uh, you giving a grand son story i have granddaughter stories i could give all day long she spent the weekend with us she's four years old and i've got a 14 year old and 18 year old granddaughter as well that are close by and they like to spend some time together the three cousins and they they cook and they draw and they play and they cut up and they they just have such a good time but guess what Hmm. when sunday afternoon comes it's time. Uh-huh. I understand. <laughs> I get it. Only, only so much good time you can stand when you're at my point in life. 
my my, uh, my great grandson he's just a little past three and uh of course i naturally i think he's the best ever and he's hilarious um a lot of fun and uh, and he is a serious as i've told you before a serious Blue Raider basketball mm-hmm, fan. Mm-hmm. Now, he's okay with football, no problem. He'll watch anything on TV, no problem. But he wants to go to the Blue Raider game. Somebody he, asked me the other day, Jeff, you, you, and right now we don't know. <clears throat> Nothing's going to be known probably until two or three weeks before basketball season starts as to what the seating situation is going to be like and entryway and whatever it happens to be. And I'm not sure that even those first few games, non-league games, will even be played. They tried to delay things as much as they can. But uh, I am curious. Once it all happens, I think the Raiders got a pretty good basketball team. They got a couple of those kids, transfer kids, that became, became eligible, which will help a lot. And So we shall see. I know Rick Ansel's got a ball club coming back that we're going to be interested to see. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think our men and women are going to be better than competitive. Uh, I, I, and, you know, we, even though we've had some tough times here um, – I don't know if we could call Lady Raiders that they've had tough times. They've had uh, some the years. Tough times for Lady Raiders is a 16 and 10 record. Yeah, right? that's right. You're, that's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, third place in the conference. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's tough times, uh, which is pretty darn good, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah, if, that's a, if it's as low as it goes, that's right. But our men have been pretty uh, competitive, even though we haven't won a lot, and uh, even last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think we've got some. Good people and uh, and coming back, and we've got some that were ineligible last year. We have one that was hurt that I understand is an excellent player. Correct. So um, we just have to have to wait and see, I guess. Jeff, before we get off high school and move to Middle Tennessee Army, mm-hmm. go ahead and get to the schedule for this week. Games this week. Now yes, everything is everything's iffy, but we're on more solid ground this week than we have been. Uh, Blackman at zero and two. They go to Coffee County. And um, when and uh, and that a trip to Coffee County will usually uh, solve your uh, win, a losing streak. Uh, Eagleville zero uh, and two, and oh, it never gets any easier. They go to Forest. Eagleville, let's go back, Jeff, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee Christian, we mentioned with a big win, and Eagleville is expected probably to be a little better than they have been. That's, that's they, they've kind of on different paths, aren't they? Well, it, it would seem so. Uh, I, I hope Eagleville can get everybody back. Sure. And, and on, on, you know, but um, it's probably not a good week to play Forest, but it's never a good week to play Forest. Middle Tennessee Christian School is one and one there at Howard. A beach is at Laverne. Uh, Laverne is two and zero. Oh. Laverne should have been playing Antioch, and this is a game that Beach should have been playing somebody else too. I'm sure, and they found a way to hook up just in the last few days. I think. I think so. Uh, Oakland one and zero there at Siegel zero and two. That'll be your WGNS game on Friday night. Brian Barrett will have uh, a cast of thousands there, and they'll have a great broadcast. I'm sure. Um, Rockvale, um, they are they're one and one. They're at Warren County, and I don't. I doubt if they'll beat Warren County at Warren County, but it could happen. Could happen. Yeah. And uh, uh, in in a lot of years with the team that Rockville has. I think I might I might pick them to win, but uh, anyway, they didn't ask me, so we'll see. I am told that Smyrna, uh, that they're John Overton, who they're supposed to play, and that that is a forfeit win. John Overton will not be playing. That's right. That's Correct. right. And I think a forfeit score is one nothing, isn't it? Nothing. Is it two nothing? I don't. Sure. I don't know. Uh, well, it's not much to nothing. <laughs> Whatever it is, it helps your defensive re- record. It does. It? <laughs> it really drops it right off. Stewart's Creek, 
will host Clarksville um, this Friday night as well. So, uh, and if everything, as far as I know, now if you, uh, uh, th- this is very iffy. And if you have a, some updates that Tim and I need to know, call us right now and we'll get it on the air. Uh, but I think everybody plays Friday night this week. There are no Thursday nights and no Saturdays. We'll, we'll change that until Wednesday sometime if the forecast shows that that's what the case may be. And uh, Forecasts are far more accurate now, Jeff, than they were 30 years ago. Right. Let's go back to Laverne a minute. Mm-hmm. You and I both have ties to Laverne. Right. I, I coached there, and you were assistant principal there for a while, so we have some skin in the game, as they say. How many times has Laverne been 2-0 and in football to start a season? Well, I think it's been about seven or eight years uh, since the last time uh, th- that they were 2-0. and and I, I'm It wouldn't I'm, be many times. Uh, no, and I'm not sure that they've ever been 3-0. and Maybe maybe they have. Well, they uh, could be 3-0 and if they had not tried to pick up Beach. They could have just taken the forfeit well, win and been done with it. Right. <laughs> that's right. Because Beach is not a forfeit win by any stretch of the no. Beach is really good. <laughs> no, that's correct. That may have been an error, a coaching error right there. I don't know. Let but, the kids play. That's I mean, I, I, that's what I like about this, frankly. There are very few schools looking around saying, let's just take the win and be done with it, not play the football game. Let's go find somebody to play. And uh, to, to their credit, I mean, Laverne could have, didn't have to pick up Beach because that's a – Jeff, that's, that's a tough out. Right yes. There. Yes, it uh, is. You know, but uh, I commend these teams for going ahead and saying, "Let's let's play," even if it's a team that might be somewhat better than us. And in the, well, okay. And in the in the the the, the long uh, view of things, you probably are better off if you play and if win or lose. Obviously, if you don't get anybody hurt, right? The injury part of it. You're probably better off to play. Uh, as far as developing your football skills and for games on down the line. Stewart's Creek plays Clarksville. This will be Clarksville's first game. Right. Stewart's Creek's played a couple already. Advantage Stewart's Creek, wouldn't you think? I would think so. Yes, Stewart's Creek's got a good good football team, and they're hosting. Um, so, we'll see. Middle Tennessee's schedule is also a jumble. How many conferences, Jeff, have had one team say, we're not going to play? Old Dominion being in Conference USA is pulled out. Everybody else in Conference USA is playing. So they lost a conference game there, lost the Duke game, lost the Indiana State game, lost the uh, Virginia Tech game. The first three games on the schedule went away along with, uh, say, Old Dominion. They were able to, and there's one more uh, somewhere, uh, UConn. Right. Uh, so they lost five. They picked up three. We'll open up at Army. Uh, that that's the game that was scheduled about a month ago, I guess. Uh, like you say, you'll you'll know you're in a football game for sure, but. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy for the kids. I am too. To get to go. Uh, I, there's I, some places yeah. that you, you you walk away, win, lose, or draw, and say it, that experience was worth the trip. I I, I agree with that 100. percent And I I would think too that um, I, I'm that the, the the Blue Raiders. I would think that they would really want to play sure. somebody somewhere. Oh yeah. And um, this is a big opportunity for them. Uh, and they've worked hard, and and if we're going to play college football, then they deserve an opportunity to play. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to because I'll watch the game on television or listen to Chip, one or the other. Um, it's it's an exciting time for them. Army two or three years ago, Jeff was not very good. N- Navy would beat them and beat them and beat them, but Army's brought it back, brought it back. It's really a, a better program than what Middle Tennessee could have seen some some years back. Yeah, probably so. Yes. No game the following week, and then open the. The 19th, I think it is, with Troy at home, uh, an old rival. And 
playing Troy not only at home but playing Troy late in the season in Troy. Rarely does you see that happen, but I, th- I think that was a good move on both schools' part. I don't recall, um, well, I don't know, in the last 30, 40 years, any team playing a, a team a second time during the regular season, do you? No. I don't, not, I don't believe no. we've ever done it. You know, middle two years ago played UAB back-to-back weeks. Right. The final game of the season. By winning that game at Mid-Middle and UAB played East and West Division Championship for the Conference USA Championship the following week, in which uh, Middle won the first one, well, what, two, two touchdowns or better, and lost the next one. So, it goes to show you it, it, week to week it can be different. Yep. I, I think um, it happens in the SEC a lot of times with the championship football game. Uh, where you play somebody that you've played before. It does happen. Um, and it happens in the Big Ten as well. But uh, not during the regular season as a rule. Middle with an experienced quarterback, Asher O'Hara, back. Uh, had a good year last year. Throwing the ball, he needs to be maybe a little bit better. Maybe maybe his receivers. Running back, Jeff, uh, looked very promising. Had a running back transfer from Florida State and running back transfer from West Virginia. Both uh, would be eligible to play. And both about two weeks ago announced that they would not be playing at all. They they opted out, and so that changed that that scheme of things on the offensive side. I'm sure that had to be a blow to Rick Stockstill and the, and the, and the football team. But uh, I'm sure they'll bounce it out there to somebody. Well, if you're if you're not expecting something to happen, and make any predictions uh, and <laughs> and try to get in a routine, in 2020 it just doesn't work. Does it doesn't it? work, does it? No, it does not. So we shall see what happens uh, defensively. Uh, last year's very disappointing. I guess that's the only way I can put it. Uh, middle, Scott Schaefer's first year had really shown some positive signs. I thought in the second year the same way, but last year they fell off. I don't think Scott Schaefer forgot forgot how to coach, but I think the position, the, the, the players in the positions obviously were not able. Lost Reed Blankenship, free safety, who's a really good player, and again losing that, but. Uh, Defensively, they've got to be better this year if they're going to have a chance to go over 500. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, Blanken's just back. He right? is back, yes. Uh, and healed up. Uh, he got hurt. I don't remember how deep into the year it was, but uh, uh, I, I was there, so it had to be out here when he got hurt, I believe. I, I believe that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need him. He's, he's uh, uh, well, free safety. Is that, is that yeah, fair? Yeah, I think that's uh, the defensive back and very, very fast and, and fearless. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that our defense will be okay. I think we will be better, yes. I don't know if they call them free safeties anymore. I think it's yeah. strong safety and weak size safety, something like that. They didn't ask me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever, uh, they, whatever they say they are. There's got a chance, I think, <laughs> to start a true freshman in the uh, linebacker core and Devin Curtis out of Brentwood Academy. Uh, Really big-time recruit, Jeff. Uh, surprised a lot of people that Middlebury was able to grab him and get a, get a hold of him. And smart kid, good, solid kid. I was surprised at that signing, too. And uh, and I, I thought it said it said something, um, you know, for our, for our program. It that, did, for uh, sure. That he, he was a highly rated prospect. And uh, I don't remember much – there was any controversy about that or anything. He just – he signed with Middle. And, um, of course, there's – you and I know, and as I assume our audience does too, there's more to this than just the football team. It, and even if you stretch that out a little bit, it, there's more to it than just the the field and the coaching staff and the facilities. You've also got that little thing that 
called academics. Yes. And the school that you offer and the degrees that you can attain. And um, middle has advanced rapidly in that area. So um, we've got a very attractive university. It's a matter of, of, uh, of introducing people to it. And we, do, we have some work to do out there with the facilities. There's no question about that. Um, but anyway, I'm, in, I'm enthusiastic, but I'm always enthusiastic. A 10-game schedule, five on the road, five at home. I like the balance of that at least. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know whether all the open weeks in the first part of the schedule will be good. You play a week, you don't play a week, you play a week, you don't play a week. Uh, but uh, I guess it gives you a chance to give, get two weeks to coach them up, so to speak. You see those mistakes. I, I would think there's some advantage to that. We shall see how it works. I, I've heard a lot of coaches. Of course, I think there's a coach's book somewhere. <laughs> uh, I think Butch Donnelly wrote the book uh, <laughs> as to what you're supposed to say when they ask a certain question. Uh, and then you just say the same thing every time, and every coach says the same thing. I don't recall right off the top of my head any coach saying, that their bye week came at a bad time, terrible time for us. We never, sh- you know, oh, no, we don't. We need to keep playing. I've never heard one say that. They usually say, well, this is a good time to heal up. And uh, and before we play our, you know, biggest rival in the history of the world, we get a week off to, to, to uh, relax and maybe come back and practice an extra day or two. I, don't you agree the bye week is always up for grabs? Absolutely. And, and I was thinking – too uh, rarely do you see going into the first game that the kids didn't work hard in pre- preseason. Uh, that's correct. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> even, if they, even if they did, they uh, didn't. They will say it anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm very pleased with how we look so far. <laughs> All right, we got a break. Take. We'll come back and wrap things up after this. break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon on News Radio WGNS. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. Still blocked there with the hazmat team on Thompson Lane at Sam Walton. Again, uh, Murfreesboro Police and Fire on the scene of this hazmat situation out here on Thompson Lane at Sam Walton. Give yourself extra time in this area. It's finally looking better there on 24 East up by Elmaville Road. We had that earlier tow truck catching fire. Ripley's Aquarium Family Edition Sleep with the Sharks is back September 19th. Check it out. Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way. Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine in, delivery, and carry out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks all over the state of Tennessee, one right here in Murfreesboro. Glad that you have them on as our sponsor. 
great supporters of all sports talk, and uh, they have some re- really nice people there that can get to, get the job done for you in any banking thing you got going on. How are the Reds doing, Tim? Well, <laughs> I don't really know. I do not know. They are four games under five hundred. Okay, which is not good. Well, but given the fact that practically every team in the in the league will get in the playoffs. There's a lot of people four games under 500. Oh, sure. Well, so I, with 28 games to go, I think they've got a shot at the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> well, things are going pretty well at the Jordan household and with grandson because the uh, uh, the, the Rays, or I think I think he told me they had the best record in the American League, and, and the Braves are doing well. The uh, Rays. Yeah. How, how, did that, how did that come up? When when David Price went there oh, to pitch, okay, there you go. he got to watch in the Rays when he was, of course, considerably younger. I got it. That's all you need to say. I got it. Okay. He bonded. It doesn't, it doesn't take much for a two-year-old to. Well, he wasn't to. two, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't take much. Oh, me. But anyway, the Braves, were, I think they're leading their division. They've been two to four up uh, most of the month. Baseball is in the home stretch. I know. They've That's got, right. Uh, like twenty six games to go. Most teams, some teams like the Cardinals, still have a bunch to play because of the doubleheaders that they'll have to play. You wait. Somebody's going to win this thing that we're not. We we're we're absolutely not predicting. You you watch. Somebody will do something. Yes. I will say this for me, and I'm a baseball guy. I've watched more baseball this year of teams that other than the, the Reds than I have in a long time. I think just because it's on. Yeah. And not much else is. But uh, I, I have enjoyed it. Uh, it's kind of comical to see the cardboard cutouts in the stands. Yeah, I know. I was watching the Cardinals the other night, and the first three the cardboard cutouts behind home plate, it was Jackie Robinson Day, so he was in the first seat. Okay? Was he? And then Lou Brock and Bob Gibson. And I thought, well, we're in a cutouts. Cardinal. Yeah, cutouts. We're in a cardinal game, all right. <laughs> that, you know, I, I don't, I don't know who all those people are. I did see Benjamin Franklin in Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know if Ben ever attended a game or not, but he attended that one. <laughs> Let's see how old would Ben have to be to come? Well, a couple of hundred or more than that, I guess. <laughs> Phillies. The Reds didn't start till eighteen sixty nine. The first. So that would have been 150 years right at it. Well, he was 80 during during the American Revolution or just after it, I think. So, he, you know, he was when he walked so down the street. When did he discover lightning, Jim? I don't think How he discovered it? it. It was always there. <laughs> he found it. it <laughs> he found it, and he didn't really want to find it. But How he much did. myth is, is that that he put a key well, on No, he did train. that. I think, I think he did that, and he's lucky he didn't get killed. Really, I mean, but he, he he survived to go to a Phillies game. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> but when he walked down the street, people would stop him and the kids would look at him and everything because they didn't they didn't know anybody that old. Really, I'm serious. Because you know, average age was about fifty. I mean, <laughs> and he was eighty. So hey, there's, there's a really old guy over there. My oh, gosh. <laughs> Facts that have been uncovered today is just amazing. You're a wealth of knowledge, Mr. Jordan. Well, well, I knew Ben. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know him, but Bobby Gardner did. He knew him personally. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you asked off air about the other sports as far as I know, volleyball and soccer it made it through. Uh, I know cross country, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, had a problem that I would have never thought about, but uh, – the large, the large meets are kind of frowned upon now because of the social distancing involved, and so 
means you got to go someplace else to run more times than not. I and mean, there's not a lot of places to run in Rutherford County unless you set up a, 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 a some type of a track. So they've they've had to face that. But I don't know if there's a more dedicated group than cross country coaches. I mean, as far as loving their sport and just yeah. doing whatever they got to do to get it done. Uh, we we don't talk about cross country much, but uh, the, the, those guys and gals are most of them are, are runners themselves. They just kind of died into that kind of lifestyle, and uh, they they'll, they'll do whatever they got to do. Um, I doubt if our radio audience is is um, aware of this, or but they they are listening, so I'll I'll bore them with this. You are listening today to two ex volleyball coaches, both of whom were district champions. That's it. And both of whom knew nothing about what they were doing. <laughs> That's Tim and myself. Well, Tim at Laverne and myself at Riverdale. I give all the credit to Stephanie Bell and, and Christine Thompson and Jennifer Brocky and Stephanie Driver and those kids that knew how to play volleyball because I sure didn't know how to coach it. But uh, they were good enough to teach me the game a little bit. And I, I, I got them organized and at least got them to the matches on time. <laughs> we, had, we had a good time. We, we, we really did. And I, I, I agree with you. The, the players, I had a player or two move in from Ohio, and neither one of them really were particularly good volleyball players. They really were not. But they knew an awful lot about the game, a lot sure. more than I did. Sure. And, um, and anyway, we had, we had a good time. And, of course, today the, 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 the talent level on our, our local volleyball teams is very high. I, I, I will say this. There's a couple of sports that if you've not watched, you need to go see, and that's volleyball and wrestling. The meets are spectacular to watch. All right, let's uh, wrap it up. Braves baseball comes up at 6.15. Rick Stocks will live tomorrow. And uh, high school football on Friday night. Jeff, last word? Braves in Boston, 15, 16 and a half minutes. All right, see you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. 